Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hi and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I thought I would talk about something that links back to some of the training that I conduct. As some of you may know, I'm also a trainer and I teach leadership classes as well as classes about how to build personal resilience. In these classes, I talk about the concept of confidence overconfident, low confidence, and about how building a healthy level of confidence can actually help us to become more resilient in the face of challenges that we encounter in our day-to-day lives. So the thing that does come up, sometimes there is this impression that someone with a low confidence um, tends to be someone who's very quiet and introverted or who has maybe just started out in a job and therefore is still quite uncertain and unsure of himself or herself. And when we talk about overconfidence, the typical impression is that it's going to be someone who's quite extroverted, who's quite loud and who is um, at times even aggressive in terms of insisting on their opinions without or with very little regard for what other people have to say. And often I find myself having to clarify these concepts about what really is introversion and extroversion, which in the end is all about how we kind of recharge our energy levels, how we process external stimuli, information, whether it may be um, information that is coming across through people that we meet and talk to or, um, you know, all the different things that we get stimulated from in our external environment. And really introverts like myself, I'm an introvert, we tend to draw our energy or recharge our energy levels by being on our own or doing more solitary activities. Whereas extroverts like my husband, his idea of a relaxing evening after a long day's work would be to go out with his friends and hang out with his friends for a drink because extroverts recharge by being around other people. Although as a trainer, I get very, very drained after a full day of facing 20, 25 people in class. Uh, That doesn't stop me from doing it because I really enjoy it. So what does all of these have to do with money and becoming financially free? Well, it occurred to me that, you know, how we see ourselves in terms of our confidence level, whether we see ourselves as someone with um, lower confidence around money, or maybe we are very confident around money, how we see ourselves and the words therefore that we use to talk to ourselves about money has also an impact on how financially confident and eventually, of course, how financially free we become. 
And how I see this working is that for, you know, just like confidence level with whatever, with whatever that you feel um, that you don't have enough confidence with, it could be making a presentation, it could be being confident in your job because you've just started out, um, it could be being confident in leading a team if you're someone who's just been promoted, or it could be whether or not you're confident handling your own money. Maybe you have made some financial mistakes in the past. And I know I have, I definitely have made mistakes in the past where you, you know, you might have um, encountered certain setbacks financially. That can definitely affect your confidence level. The key, however, is how we perceive those financial mistakes. Do we let it therefore defeat us and say, for example, you lost some money investing before in the stock market and, you know, therefore you decide that you will never ever want to put your money and invest your money in the stock market ever again, choosing instead to keep it in the bank, whatever the mistake might be that might have caused you to lose money, is that going to prevent you from doing um, from investing in the stock market again. And so I draw the parallels because when I talk about building confidence level in a professional setting as a leader or as someone who's building her career, we don't do that. That's at least not what we recommend. If you are someone who's just starting out, either you've just been newly promoted or you've just taken on a new job, in order to compensate for your lack of confidence, what that means is you will probably need to do more preparation. You will probably need to educate yourself a little bit more, talk to mentors, um, read some books, watch some videos, you know, um, shadow someone you look up to uh, as a leader and learn how to become a better leader. Well, that's the same thing with building up our financial confidence. So if you have made a financial mistake before in the past and you want to become financially free, then hiding your money away or putting it in a very safe uh, fixed deposit account, savings account, that's not wrong. That's all fine and good. That can definitely be one portion of your um, portfolio in terms of how you manage your money. But if you really do want to be financially free, then you also likewise have to learn from people who are financially free. What are they doing differently? How are they handling their money? How do they talk to themselves, which is a very important thing? Do you continue to talk to yourself as if you're someone who has made a financial mistake before and therefore you don't trust yourself to be able to handle money well? Or... Do you see that it is just like becoming a better leader is something that you can get better with practice, with more exposure, with more knowledge, with more mentorship, whatever it may be. It is really the same thing. So your financial mistakes or your financial setbacks were really um, a means or an opportunity for you to learn what is it that you did 
um, wrong the previous time or what is it that you should be doing differently this time to prevent that kind of a financial mistake from happening again. And slowly over time, as you do this, you will become better and better at handling your money. And I'm not saying necessarily that you have to um, you know, 24-7 every single day of the year, just do nothing but, you know, read on every single financial topic or there is. You can if there's something that interests you personally, even as somebody who's running a website, a training company and a podcast about becoming financially free. That's not what I do. I mean, honestly, it doesn't really excite me to be watching the stock markets. I have... Th- other things that I prefer to do with my time. And so I don't really even at say that you have to do that. But what I'm saying is take some interest in how you can learn and observe from people that you look up to, people that you admire, respect and trust in terms of handling money better. And of course, the basis of everything I teach that is different from many other personal finance uh, websites or podcasts that you may encounter or uh, come across as you will soon realize is I don't really talk anything about investing tactics or strategies. My focus has always been and probably always will be about starting with ourselves first. So starting with the kind of identity that you want for yourself as a financially free woman, what would someone who's financially confident do differently from someone who does not have any financial confidence? What would someone who is who does not handle her money well or in a smart way, what would this person be doing differently compared to someone who is financially free, handles her money well, has the time to do the things she loves and is able to earn good money doing it that can then provide options for herself, her family, her loved ones and make an impact to the world. My suggestion would be for you to approach your past financial mistakes as opportunities to grow, to learn from it, to find out what was missing and use that as a chance to refine and redefine your identity as a financially free woman. So I hope this helps give you a different perspective on what it means to be financially free and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.